Welcome to the Mixed Movement, where we speak candidly about the uncommon commonalities that people of mixed race face in our world today. Here, we listen, share, learn, and acknowledge that through our stories, we are all connected. We are your hosts, me, Chris, and Rachel Go. Welcome to the show. On today's show, we're going to talk about the idea of having to choose sides. I'm sure each one of us has had a moment where we have had to, we've been asked to choose a side of our race. We're, you know, biracial, so we have to either be black or white or, you know, Hispanic or whatever. Is there a moment, Nate, for you that comes to mind? Tell us about a time where you were asked to choose Honestly, there's one one time, man, I can't believe I just remember this. Um, I was probably 12 years old, and I just got to a new school. I just started going to a new middle school, and it was lunchtime. And I felt, they, I wasn't asked, but I felt like I had to choose a table to sit at because there was basically white and then there was black people sitting at this table and Spanish over there. And I'm the new guy. And it's like the very first day, where am I going to sit? Who am I going to identify with? Really? That was, that happened one time. Um, and at that, at that time I chose the, the black table. I mean, if there was like a mixed table, I would have sat there, but there was not a mixed <laughs> table. There wasn't a mixed table. <laughs> Make your own mixed right. table. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Do you think that still happens in school today? To me, when you say that, it sounds like something that happened in like this the fifties in the South. I would I would think so. I would think it would. I mean you get either a black kid going to a predominantly white school and there's just a little a table full of black kids probably gonna sit there, or vice versa. White kid going to a predominantly black school, you know? I'm sure it does. But why like that's the thing it just it doesn't make sense to me um it shouldn't i mean this is this is our world today you shouldn't be separated by your race i understand you know yeah birds of a feather and you and that's how you create friends or make friends by commonalities christine how about you i think i think that a lot of those things actually probably occur in like your preteens or your teens, because that's when it really hits you and you get a little more pressure. Like I wasn't asked, you know, per se to choose, but there was a group of girls and, and they called themselves the Valley Girls, which just, that's a whole different story. It just cracked me up. And I went to a predominantly black school. And so there's these, there's a group of black girls who call themselves the Valley Girls. Yeah, I know weird. <laughs> and um. Funny. And they and they talked like Valley Girls, and I'm like, that is that none nothing about that makes any sense. But you know, you, like they were saying, you just kind of want to belong somewhere. And I'm like, okay, so I want to be with the group of black girls because 
you know, I, I feel and have been told I am a black girl, but these black girls want to be valley girls. Okay, so maybe this is a good mix. Um, so I wanted to be a, them so bad that I started picking up their mannerisms, kind of the slang that they talk. But it wasn't that they asked me. I just wanted them to recognize me as a black girl so then I could belong mm. in the group with them and not be so feel so isolated. Yep. Gotcha. Wow. I under I understand that. That's tough, especially at that age. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, if we growing up had a had a group or community or could find other people like us, it, it maybe would have made it a little bit less mm -hmm. challenging. Agreed. Agreed. But that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was. <laughs> well, how about you though? I mean, have you run into it? Yeah, actually, in high school, the first time it was one of my classmates walked up to me. I was walking down the hall and he walked up to me and he got real close, walking next to me. And he's like, hey, Rachel, good question. I'm like, what? He's like, why are you acting white? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, because I am. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Why are you acting black? Yeah. First time and it was so lunch yep yeah and I, I didn't really I, it caught me off guard i'm like wow yeah this is this is a it is a thing it exists yep kids can be mean yeah they can Kids can be real it was mean. high school i think it was junior in high school and it just it made me feel like i didn't belong yeah, yeah. absolutely because i was I, i'm like oh so i'm obviously acting differently than what i should be mm -hmm. right and that was was pretty it was pretty brutal um definitely made me want to retreat I was not a very social person in high school I was an introvert and I didn't have a whole lot of friends my age all of my friends were older and it just really drove that home okay yeah <laughs> for me I can see how that yeah why would I want to socialize yeah why would I want to be this people who are judging me for who I am right no I understand and it was it was pretty challenging and then actually recently during BLM during, during the BLM movement I had a friend ask me he's like so what side are you on oh and I'm like well what? now I mean I understand that politically speaking that was a rift is a rift and it's very prevalent but as an adult to be asked by another adult who is my friend yeah yeah hopefully i mean it was just a curious question but honestly i was asked the same thing by my friends hmm. were you about when when everything was going on yeah absolutely they they asked me how i felt about everything that was happening like you know every all the riots and everything that was going and it, it was a curious question i mean i, I, hmm. didn't, I wasn't offended they weren't meaning to offend me or anything they were just curious they he didn't know right so, but i get it how did that make you feel when your friends as an adult asked you how it made you feel or i didn't mind i didn't feel any way like i know that they didn't have ill intentions and they weren't they were curious you know and i wasn't i wasn't upset it didn't it didn't bother me honestly it truly didn't um yeah yeah i feel pretty good about it i mean i trust them they trust me so yeah it was an open-hearted. Yeah, I guess 
in the company, but at the, but at the same time, I I got a little irritated with my mm. friends. Yeah. And it, honestly, up until I think I think when the BLM movement started, it created something really interesting within me where I didn't want to identify with race at all. Mm. Mm. I can see that for sure. So the last several years, I. Even at the beginning of the school year with my kids, my daughter started first grade this year. And I told her, if somebody asks you why your skin is dark, just say, because I have more melanin. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. I, I just don't talk about it. Hmm. Funny where we're at right now, because I, I just, it made me angry. It, it, me, it made me angry that I, I'm like, this shouldn't be a topic at this particular day and age. So I don't want my right. daughter being asked the questions that I had to deflect growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we wouldn't want our kids. I mean, you know, it's going to happen, though. They're going to run through oh, some sure. of the things that we've run through, Maybe. you know. And that's why we're here now is to yeah. talk about these things. And yep. And honestly, just just acceptance, and that's that I think is what drove me. That that that's why I got irritated. That's why I didn't want to identify as anything, mm-hmm. because I'm like I'm just a human. Doesn't right. matter. I don't have to pick a side, because I'm I'm a person, and these are people, no matter the color of their skin. And I understand fully the severity and significance of the BLM movement. Don't don't get me wrong, yeah. but Man, to, to be asked was just... Yeah. Hi, I'm Rachel Go. It is my mission in life to help people like you learn to love every aspect of themselves in order to attain the life of their dreams. If you are ready to live a life free of fears and land that dream job or go travel the world or whatever your dreams may be, message me at coachrachelgo at gmail.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-R-A-C-H-A-E-L-G-O at gmail.com. Or find me on Instagram at liveempowerednow. There is nothing more powerful than loving the person you see in the mirror every day because courage starts within. Well, well, you know what? During that that whole movement, I made a decision that I wasn't going to be put in a position where I feel uncomfortable with someone asking me about something. I, I said I needed to take more control over this situation. This is actually an opportunity for me to stand up and make a difference and maybe change some minds. Now, at the time, I worked um, closely like with police department. Now, the police department I worked with they didn't have any black police officers, but I had built up a rapport with the police officers and the people that were there. And, you know, they accepted me as Chris, you know what I'm saying? They accept that I'm just Chris. Everything is fine. We're happy to see each other. Good morning. And then I realized, you know what, this is my opportunity to change their view, possibly 
that they may have if it's negative or I mean not even so much negative in an aggressive way but if I can make them recognize that I am black then that may change their outlook on how they see other black people because they actually have an association or business relationship with a black person so what I started doing was um, I started getting my, my hair in braids I started wearing my ethnic earrings, you know, and I go in and I'd be like, hey, and they look and see, I don't even know. I knew subconsciously it would make some kind of difference because now, say, for instance, the police officers and it doesn't mean that they're prejudiced, but m maybe the majority of African-Americans they run across they may run their names and they may have a rap sheet. And so in their minds, they're thinking every black person I pull over is going to have a rap sheet. Well, I need to insert myself as a black person that you actually work with that has braids, like some of the people you may pull over, that have dresses like some of the people you may pull over. I need you to have a different perception. And now... I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to make a difference right now. And I'm going to change your outlook. And you won't even realize it. So... I did that. I actually told my boss and he was like, have you ever experienced some kind of prejudice? I'm like, never, but I'm not going to be reactive. I'm going to be proactive. And now I'm going to insert myself as a black person. So when you see a black person with braids, you might be like, oh wait, Chris wears braids. You know what I'm saying? So that you're not so judgmental or, you know, if, if that's even the case, but that was my way of saying, okay, I'm going to use this to my advantage and I'm going to change some minds. Yeah, no, that's great, Chris. That's really interesting. They, I, And that's why I said, like, subconsciously, I think they absorbed everything subconsciously without even knowing it, which is the best way. Because no one looked at me like, oh, wow, you have braids. Like, nobody looked like that. It's just like, oh, that's a different look. And I think subconsciously it made a difference when they saw other people with braids, but they may not even have known it. But it's the same type of conditioning that they were used to to make them maybe think something negative. I just used it to be to make something positive. Like, yeah, so guess what? I'm wearing braids today and we're shaking up. We're hugging. You know what I'm saying? So when you see somebody like this and you're like, yeah, I want to hug you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so that I use that platform to make a difference, you know, in my immediate circle. Good for you. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. Thank you. Good for you. I am really proud of you. Thank <laughs> you. To recognize that there is an opportunity instead of where I was at <laughs> in my neurosurgery. No, it's... no, we all handle it. I think that to get to that point, I had to have a lot of experiences like you had in order to say, okay, you know what? I'm tired of this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. There's got to be a different way I can handle this without becoming this angry person or like, I hate you. I'm going to go sit in the corner. I'm like, no, I'm going to stand up straight and I'm going to talk to everyone just like I always have because I am human. I am Chris. You knew me as Chris. Now you're going to know some other aspects of Chris. You know, I've worn my hair with braids. I wore my hair straight. It's been wavy. Like I need you to see all of me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing, Chris. Do you guys have any other experiences? about no i mean honestly none that i can remember none that like stand out i guess when when we have been faced with that 
which hasn't been often, which is, which is really nice. Has it affected you or impacted you in the way you navigate the world? It, I will say this. I feel like it did impact me from when I was in high school and I was asked by my classmate why, why I'm African white. It definitely made me a little bit defensive. It didn't change a whole lot, but I also felt like I didn't belong in my own family mm. for a long time. So it just, it put me back in that, on that isolation island where I, you know, at the beginning of the school year, I had to clarify or explain to people how I'm related to my half-sister who is Caucasian. And my mom is Caucasian and the man who had raised me is Caucasian and I am not. And so to have to navigate my younger years, explaining that and literally draw a family tree Hmm. to then, you know, go through high school. And I think it was my junior year and I felt well-established. I didn't have to draw my family tree anymore. Mm -hmm. To be asked, it kind of set me back a little bit. That's a blow. That's a serious blow. Oh, now do do I have to choose? Hmm. Should I be this way? It kind of made me question a little bit. I mean, I was young. It was my formative years, and there was a lot, a lot going on in my brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really impacted me. It made me feel defensive about who I am. Yeah, it also makes you question it a little bit. No, I get it. Yeah, it makes me think of a time back in, uh, like, a previous relationship that I had, where her dad did not like black people. He had no problem voicing that. This was a very long time ago. Very long time ago. I was I was still a teenager. But you know, I I had braids and you know, it was everything that he thought was wrong and bad, I was it. Like I, you know, I, I just it's just the way I carried myself and I, I was with her for a while and over the years you could see it just change. Like his whole way of looking at black people because I mean I was in his life all the time I was there and he got to know me and we had a great relationship you know and he he thanked me years later and saying you kind of you changed my mind the way I view things so it was him it was his brother and it was his mom I was around them quite a bit and each one of them said that it it changed their view on black people you know so that was the way that I looked at almost every relationship with people like an opportunity to change their view because meeting people, they have no idea what I am. And then they find out. I think that's pretty awesome that you changed the perception of somebody who had such strong and negative views about race. Absolutely. No, it it felt like, I think it just, it started this, this thing in motion for me. Like I, I saw what it could do. So like now, like to this day, I'm this like open-hearted, lovey-dovey kind of sappy kind of guy. Like I am, you know. And yeah, it's because... yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I love. And I think it's people only know what they know and what they've heard. So if I can, especially if there's some negative view that they have, if I can do anything to kind of bring shed some light to it, then that's what I'll do, and and that's what I enjoy. I just have to say that you guys are. You're amazing. I it's it's just so funny reflecting back on my my behavior and my 
traits and the way that I handled and navigated things. And I did not see an opportunity initially. It's got to be. I mean, it's very different, though. You said, you know, we grew up different. Chris and I kind of grew up together. You grew up differently. So I can imagine the pressure that you felt your mom and your dad and your sister, like everyone's white. So that would be a constant now where Christine and I grew up. We didn't run into that. You know, like our dad is black and our mom is white. So it was just, there was no explaining. People could see them and go, oh, right, they're mixed. That makes exactly. sense. Right. You know? Yeah. So I, I, I can understand. And I, I did eventually come around to it, obviously. That is, that's why we're here. But my, my initial was I put up my wall. I put up my defenses. You know, telling my child at the beginning of this year, don't talk about race. Don't, I don't want you to deal with the same things that I dealt with. I don't think that any of my children would. But I, I just, you know, especially the, the mama bear, I was little. I had my garden. I didn't want my children to be questioned. But ultimately, I think that there is a beauty in being of mixed culture, of mixed race. I did not like where I was living when that topic. It didn't feel good. When I did a self-check and, you know, and then I was like, don't, you know, don't tell anybody what you are. You know what, Rachel? I don't like that feeling. So how can we change that? How can we kindly bring things around to stop that this is my opportunity to make a change absolutely is and i don't know it just once i I checked myself and i and i pulled up that that old memory in high school and all the uncomfortable feelings i'm like you know what if you don't like something you should probably figure out how to make a difference and how to change it. Mm-hmm. Chris, can you think of an, any any other experiences that either you or maybe one of your children have? Yeah, actually, um, when I worked at a library, which of course is a public place, my children would always be in there with me during programs. <laughs> and they would be coming in as, you know, children that just signed up for a program. Everybody didn't know I was their mother. So... I remember Messiah coming to me and saying, Mom, you're white? Because apparently <laughs> some of the kids, when he was like, yeah, that's my mom, they like, I didn't know your mom was white. And Messiah was like, what? <laughs> that's funny. Mom, you're white? I'm like, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, Yeah, and you are too. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, have you seen your grandma? Like, ah, yeah. It's kind of. I don't. Mm, it's Have weird. Oh, how how old was he? Well, I know they were in grammar school. They were pretty young, so they might have been maybe third, fourth grade. Okay. Oh my goodness! I'm He's like, so I, like, dang! I like, oh my god! My son said he didn't know I was white. Who does my son think I am? Like, what is he? Like, and that just shows the innocence of children, you know. Absolutely. And to be honest with you, I'm like, wow, that's really refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. What? That's really funny. You know, and then, and yeah, like Keontre, the same thing. Like, I, well, Keontre has the darkest skin out of all. Keontre is pretty dark. Yes. Oh my God. And my beautiful chocolate baby. Yeah. But I, I actually 
remember pushing Mazayan and Keontra. They're only 11 months apart in a twin stroller. Mazayan is very fair skin and Keontra is very dark skin. And because Keontra was the youngest, he sat in the back because, you know, the back of the stroller kind of lays down for a younger baby. So I'm walking and I'm walking through the mall. Mazayan's sitting up front, you know, because he can sit up. He's old enough to sit up. And we have the same complexion. And I remember seeing friends that I knew in the mall and they were like, hey, oh, that's your baby. I'm like, yeah. And they look in the back of Keontra and they're like, who's baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, my baby. Are you serious? Man. You guys are so lame. I'm like, because it, honestly, if you look at Keontra, you'll see yes. my features in him. But people just can't seem to get past the color. It's insane. You know? But yeah, so I mean that I've experienced a lot um, with Keontre in school. Like I go and I'd be like, okay, so I'm Keontre's mom, and they'd be like, Stuart, Stuart? yeah. And then they'd be like, so that wait a minute, so Mazayan is your son too? I'm like, yeah, really confusing apparently. apparently. Yeah, all of them belong yes. to me. I yep. did that. I did that. I made two different colors. It is possible. So <laughs> it's yeah. pretty amazing. Not gonna lie. <laughs> right. right. I brush my shoulders off there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've only I've only experienced something like that with Zariah once when she I mean I used to carry her and carry her in that little baby carrier strapped to your front or your back or whatever it is. And we were we'd walk through the mall. It's funny these these things happen in malls. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on where I live, and I think I'm okay don't, with that. Don't, don't go to the mall, yeah, exactly. Don't go to the mall, don't yeah. go not with my but children. We were, no. uh, we were walking through, and some lady, some random lady, just came up to me, and she's like, Oh, she's so cute. Is this your, 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 your friend's kid, or is this, you know, who is this? Like, not even a possibility that she could be mine. Zariah's. I was, it was summer. I was really tan, and yeah. Zariah has yeah. blonde yeah. hair and blue eyes. So it yeah, she's very threw, fair yeah, skin she's too. Very fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it just threw off, and I'm like, no, she's my daughter. The look on the woman's face was just like you just disbelief. Like she probably yeah, like you're a liar. 100%. <laughs> she just said, oh, okay, and walked away. Like she did not believe me. <laughs> she just walked, and I'm like, oh, all right, I'm gonna right, do fine carry on with my daughter yep yeah she decided not to accept that yep. truth that is so insane yeah that, that's that's really rejecting yeah that's exactly what happened there but yeah that's that's the only time <laughs> i really i've experienced that with my kids at least oh my god yeah. so let me ask this because i think this is an, a great opportunity to make that change and make that difference Let's see, if you were to be asked now, today, or tomorrow, what side do you choose? What legacy would you would you like to leave? How would you answer that differently? You know, I, honestly, I think I feel I'm so grounded, I guess, in my African-American heritage that I feel comfortable um on both sides at this point like I can stand up for both sides um 
I love my, I love my dads. I love my mom, you know, and I'm, I'm proud to be their daughter. So I don't feel, I think at one point when I was younger, I felt like I needed to choose. But now that I've gotten older and I've gotten the confidence and understanding of who I am, I'm like, I, I dare you to ask me to choose at this point. Like, I dare you. It's going to be a problem. You don't want that. Okay. So <laughs> I can talk to you however you want me to. I can get with the slang or I can be super proper. However, you're going to accept what I have to yeah. say. I don't have to choose and you can't make True. me. Yeah. How about you, Rachel? And hopefully I don't get asked, but you never know True. what you encounter in the world. I will respond with, I identify with every part of me, every side, with both cultures, because I'm I'm lucky that way. It, it's a little bit of a superpower. And to be honest with you, it shouldn't matter. Nobody should be asked that question, because ultimately, we're all yeah, human. That's exactly it. I get you. I feel the same way. Like, I just, if anyone was to ask me, I would I would just answer it with, I'm human, just like you. Like, it doesn't matter. I have an appreciation for all of me and all of you. Like, it doesn't matter. Like this whole, like you said, the whole race yes. thing, it, it truly doesn't matter. And like, maybe it's cause I'm just this big lovey dovey sappy, like, Oh, love everyone. Tell the truth. Like, it's so maybe adorable that's it. too. but it's yeah. just, <laughs> it's pointless to, but pick, it's true. you know, like it really yeah. is. It like, is. At it the is. end of the day, we're all doing the same things. Like we all, you know, we have our family that we love our family. We want we want to be accepted. That's a big thing. Just for everyone. It doesn't matter what color. So like I just I come I kinda want somebody to ask me now, you know? Like <laughs> I just want someone to come up to me tomorrow and like, hey, you know, would you I know, right? Time? You know, whatever. So, scared. Yeah. But no. Bring it. <laughs> like, don't you wanna ask me something? Look at me. Don't you wanna <laughs> ask me? Let's talk about it. You know? Yeah. Which is like, great. That's so yeah. funny great and and i i hope that does happen and i hope that we and whoever is listening is prepared to answer that in the best way that they see necessary to make yeah. a change the kindest yeah. way possible it is it is because you're uh-huh. so sweet yes. you're so cuddly yeah. nate oh <laughs> no and, and i think that we have to we have to address it the same way that we're, we're questioned. I mean, because everybody is not going to come to you in a a sweet manner and just like, I was just wondering, no offense. Some people are going to be bold and they're going to come to you and they're going to have a a little bit of ignorance that comes out. And I feel like there are times, sorry, Nate, that you have to, you have to throw the same thing at them. You know, you have to say, um, it's interesting that you asked, and I have no problem having a smart mouth with my responses, but um, I feel like you need to answer them the way that they ask you. I do love the genuine, you know, like, I'm just wondering, I don't want to offend you. I just, is it okay? Like, I love those conversations because they genuinely are already open. They're letting you know. I'm open. I'm listening to you. And I think that we we weren't listened to enough, you know, um, when we were younger. And now someone wants to hear, oh, my God, let's talk about it. Let's get it out there. So I hope that more people do ask at this point. And I think that I'll be a little less annoyed because of the podcast and the stuff that we talked about. I think I'll be a little less annoyed and more excited about having the conversation, you know, with people because they genuinely want to know. And everywhere you look, 
there we are, like the commercials. <laughs> you see a lot of, oh my God. I'm, and, and I told grandma before she passed away, I was like, grandma, we're taking over. <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm like, just wait, we're going to take over. You're going to see us everywhere. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, here we are. Like we're all over the place. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful mix. I love it because everybody isn't just like strictly black and white. You have black and Asian. You have, I mean, there's so many combinations. We're like this phenomenal salad just thrown together and I want to know about everybody's mixture it's just it's just so awesome so I'm I'm excited about this and thank you Rachel for doing this yes thank thank you you. thank you for being mixed Rachel and coming up with this podcast and this I can't take full responsibility (laughs) we'd like to thank our parents no but thank you we'd like to thank our parents Yep. for their contributions <laughs> oh goodness true thank you guys so much for sharing your experiences with the world about this topic I think it's insanely important that we're discussing these things openly I appreciate both of you for for being here yes. and and being you Memphis so and bro welcome. we love I mean love you. it goes both ways you know like I love both of you so much. Absolutely. I love that we get to do this project together. I mean, it's how often do siblings get to do this and like have the relationship? It's, I mean, Man. Yeah, it's just every moment. Oh I just, I'm, I'm just grateful for all of Blessing. it. I love it. I, I really do. Like I'm cloud nine always. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I love you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I can't wait to do it again and tune in next time for some awesome subject matter. Peace. 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 We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We want to be here for you and we can't do what we're doing without your support. Please hit subscribe and to stay up to date, head on over to mixmovement.com. That's M I X D m-o-v-e-m-e-n-t dot com to stay up to date with news and more. We are the Mixed Movement. See you next time.